I could, yeah. If everybody's doing it, I could do it. I'm not just going to like be the only one around the table having doing a voice. You know what I mean? It's like, like Veritas is like, all right, we're all going to come up with crazy voices. And then you have me go first. And I'm talking like, hi, mateys. Hi, everybody. Yeah. My name's Jeremy. <laughs> with a G. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the... I squeaked a little. Did you hear that? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, the show where we talk about all the progress things in life. I'm Jesse. He's Veritas. What's up, man? <laughs> you know, just fucking just just great. Just dandy, you know? <laughs> what happened in that raid? I, I went, got up to go get a snack. I sat down and I ate a one chip and then I just saw you were dead. And then... I just wanted to boot up closely into a raid. Didn't know what loadout I had um, mm. when I started. I had like leftover from the last road loadout yeah. last day i played so i had an sks with like a red dot on it but i wanted to go customs because i've been I, all i've been doing is playing labs so i just wanted to just play something different yeah um and i had an m1 from some dude and for some dude the the like archangel m1 with like a uh you know just put any like 4x on it yep. i got the lk on it why i don't know why the ergo was like 8 billion it's like uh, oh yeah Dude, all the M1As, yeah, like feel really bad. The Archangel especially. And it doesn't, and, and there might be, if you're a gun nut, there might be like, it might make sense for that for weight or whatever. But but a lot of the ergo across the board just confuses me. It feels inconsistent, right? Like I can take a TX-15 and I could load accessories on it. You know what I mean? Adding a bunch of weight, making it heavy. And the ergo can be 99. But a Mosin, which is effectively a toothpick with a barrel attached to it, has seven ergo and i just yep. i'm like i don't get it and then same thing with the m1a like the sass the big 67 pound looking disgusting has got like it's 80 way. ergo but then the archangel which you can't attach anything to it has none it I, I don't get it yeah i don't get it yeah so i i just forgot how shittily it performed so as yeah. soon as i started playing and it was like and, and the, the dude had a canted pko6 on it which is mm. already awkward because you have the l yep. can and the Elkan Iron Sight, yes. then the Kilo Six, which is scuffed now, and it's like I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so I just I killed a player and a couple of uh, scavs, and was kind of just like running around over by like customs like checkpoint area, yeah, trying to kill a dude. I kept hearing a shotgun, and I thought it was a scav. It turned out to be one of the those, those players doing like whatever. The oh, quest, yeah, or whatever mm -hmm. fucking shotgun thing is called, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. It, and I had 20 round mags and I was just kind of like popping bullets and I only had four 20 round mags and I had unloaded a few of them. So I, I didn't realize like how little ammo I had. And the dude was behind that fence, you know, the fence over by where like the checkpoint and the sniper scav is mm -hmm. um, over on boiler side. So he was on that side of the fence and he was just going back and forth. And all I could see is his feet. And I was like trying to shoot him through the fence. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then every time he'd hit me with buckshot. It would just make me completely like blurry and blinded, and then he blacked my leg out, so I'm limping, and I don't pre-med because I just think it's annoying and stupid and lame. Yep. Um. So I'm just like limping, and then I'm trying to like shoot the guy, and he's just like peeking out, buckshot, peeking out, buckshot, and I can't see, and I can't aim, and I can't yep. walk, and it was super fucking awkward. It's just like, ugh. yeah. We've been talking about that a lot recently, actually, like the pre-pain meta, and I just like. I hate the pre-pain meta, but I hate that. Like, I also hate getting caught and getting shot with, like, one 
one round of buckshot hits me and now my stamina is gone and I'm limping. And unless you have, you know, a propitol or a morphine, it takes forever to take a painkiller. And so like, I talk about that all the time. Like, I don't know what a good in-between system is because I really, really hate that too. But I also adrenaline. hate that I'm constantly like popping golden star. You know what I mean? That's adrenaline. Like having a few it's seconds of adrenaline. Yeah. So like yeah. when, when you get hit, and there should be a, a, a cooldown. I'm just going to fucking design this right now. When you get... Um, actually, I would say that there would be a couple different times when it would, like, pop in. Um, anytime you get that suppression effect, yeah. I'm sure there's a threshold, right? Because it's obviously a scale, so they obviously have, like, a suppression 50%. Yeah. Whatever the threshold is, let's say it's 30%. Either, either you take damage or you get a certain threshold of that suppression effect, and it should just... Fill up your stamina bar for, let's say, two seconds. Yeah. Um, maybe that's, I don't know if that's like a lot or a little, or maybe that's like level one. Maybe that's like level 30. I don't know. Yeah. But like, um, and then once that wears off, well, then maybe you have to wait, you know, three minutes or something until you can get that effect again. But that will prevent you from needing to prepaint everywhere. If you get shot, you're instantly going to have the adrenaline. So even if you're like, if you're jogging, you know, you've been jogging for a little bit and someone shoots you, you're not going to be like, Oh, well now I'm tired. Yeah. To dig in and grab the extra fucking anybody that ever played pop Warner football knows how to <laughs> dig in that extra dig in, <laughs> you know, get that extra 10% or whatever. Yeah. Like there's always something in the tank unless you have exhaustion at that point. Like if you have so much, you can't run, you should basically be passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that could be a good middle ground, just having that. And I yeah, it doesn't just, like, roll and fucking like get on the ground and roll because otherwise I look at the guy and he's shooting at me and I'm like, got to reload. And I'm like, yeah, reload. And I like turn my back and I'm walking. Oh, super yeah. It's like, <sighs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I actually, that would be a great middle ground. Because then, yeah, because it's something that wouldn't proc every single time, but it would just, like, give you a chance. And then, yeah, it could scale maybe with your level or something, like, with one of the... Because that is, like, a one of the stress resistance or something. That's, like, the elite Max perk. Max level yeah. elite perk resistance is that, that thing, yeah. which I've never, I've never experienced that, but, yeah, like... I've never gotten max stress resistance. Be, that should just be the fucking... Yeah. That should be... It should be, a sl like, a sliding scale. Um... And I think it, it's totally balanced. I think it makes sense. I think it's fair. I think it's um, it's a way to make it so that fights aren't as totally one-sided as yeah. sometimes they are. Where if, like, if you have to run from building to building and there's no cover because it's just pavement, yeah. sometimes you have to do that and there's no way to provide cover. There's no smoke grenades. There's nothing. You know, if you could just... If you're running and you get shot, it's not just like, well, I'm dead now because you're totally immobile. Yeah. Uh, it should just be like, give me enough to get to there and then I can dive into the fucking entrance yeah. and heal up. And then now we're in a fight and now I can med and do whatever I need to do. Yeah. But and if you're really good, if you have really good aim, you can still kill that guy because you can track him. But it at least gives him a chance to not just like instantly get like yeah. incapacitated. Yeah, I'm dude, I'm I'm for that. That would be because that. Yeah, that yeah. is super frustrating. And it's just as real. People will say like, oh, you think you can run if you get shot? And I mean, we've I think we've had oh, this discussion. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. There are just as many anecdotal situations where someone got shot and ran a marathon and, you know, saved a child from under a burning car 
with their yeah. bare hands and didn't even realize they were shot until next week. And then yeah. somebody who <laughs> seven times because they were messed out and they were fine. And then someone who, you know, got shot through the left hand and instantly died from shock. Right. Yeah, like exactly. So and, and, and the current system isn't realistic either. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like doing that wouldn't make it like make a realistic system unrealistic. It's like, if I got shot in my femur by a 308 and my femur exploded, I couldn't just keep limping. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if a scav blew my leg out with a shotgun and I turned around and shot him and I didn't have pain meds right now, I can just like, oh, just limp to extract. Like I'd be on the ground in agonizing pain. You know what I mean? I couldn't just pop a little, you know, ibuprofen, one single one, not even four pills, one pill of ibuprofen. Like, so it's, it's not, we can't be in defense of the current system because the current system is just as unrealistic as you know, growing a unicorn horn and that flies me to the extract. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Now, wait a minute. As, lo I think you're <laughs> as long as it feels it's like it's a. 71. Yeah. <laughs> 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 as long as it feels like it, it goes back to, um, we need to come up with a term for it. And then there might be, but like you, you broke this down in one of your uh, Tarkov isn't meant to be fun videos, the better that I always use now, an unrealistic mechanic that produces a more realistic result, right? Immersion. Like, so something that, yes, wouldn't ever happen in real life, but because this thing that would never happen is in real life, my raids play out more like real life. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's one of those things, just like CMS kits, just like all these other things that we love that help us keep us in the fight, keep us running, keep us getting to extract, keep us doing these things. That, you know what I mean? That feels like that to me. A little bit of adrenaline. It gives you a chance to move. It makes, you know, fights feel a little bit more fail, fair. You, f you feel like you have at least one second to respond and maybe out-aim that person, even though they got the jump on you. Um, but it, it's not, it's not you know, a magic carpet ride to the extract. It's not something that's so outside of the purview of Tarkov. It, it, feels, it feels good. It feels like it would yeah. work. Yeah. Imagine you're in shoreline, right? And it's just like there's 100 yards of grass. <clears throat> If you're jogging, usually, like, I'll say, like, I've got another 15 seconds, then I'm going to stop and take a break and walk a little bit, right? Yeah. And then you gain it. If I'm jogging, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop in five, four, and then someone shoots at me. If now reset that timer, yeah. my <laughs> bar is no longer relevant, right? Yeah. So it's when you're like, I'm just running, there's nothing going on, and you have no energy, and then it's like someone shoots at you, and so you're like, well... <laughs> I guess I'm just going to die because I have to wait for my stamina bar. Yep. You know, I mean, now there is the argument where it's like, well, you should maybe conserve your stamina. For sure. sure. But that now I would accept that argument if getting shot with a nine mil bullet in the ass when you have level six armor didn't make <laughs> yeah. your stamina go instantly. Exactly. Zero. Conservation of stamina. It's not it's no longer a resource you can conserve exactly. because at any point it's gone it really so, is it be, exactly if if that was less of a thing then yeah i would i would say that too because and, and your and the solution doesn't remove that right if there's a hundred yards of open field on shoreline and if you get shot at like right at the beginning or halfway there that two seconds of adrenaline isn't going to get you to the other side so it's not it's, it's not like a catch-all it's an instant win it gives you the ability to be like oh he's over there i'm gonna move this way maybe there's a tree i can use for cover and then try and peek him and now i start limping like it's not like it's a it's not like it's this crazy op thing you still have to be thinking as a pmc this is a long distance for me to run i have to be prepared but um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Because it feels like stamina is not, it feels like it's not worth saving at all because as soon as I get shot with anything, I have no, no stamina. 
it's it's insane you know you know what that makes me think of and this is kind of interesting something maybe we could chat about for for a minute or two the way that escape from tarkov plays the right thing to do is something that you'll only benefit from one percent of the time so it's like mm. you're almost reinforced or motivated to just kind of be lazy or kind of hope and pray right like yeah. i could med here but i mean if i don't come across anybody then i'm just wasting a thing and then I'm, if i don't come across anybody then i'm just went through a whole thing a golden star and a yeah. whole raid where it's like you know there's a chance <laughs> i might not get punished or whatever for it yeah. and i don't know it's it's really weird it's, it's almost like I guess I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but but the idea that um, like the right thing, the proper thing is something that 98 times out of 100 yeah. you're doing for nothing. It's like being prepared. Now, it's something yeah. you would in real life, yeah. right? Because you have one life. So that one or two percent means something. Yes. Yes. But when you do something 100 times, one or two percent, it's just a cost of doing business. Yeah. You know, so that's like, I don't know if that's a flaw in the game or if that's what makes it great or a combination of. Yeah, the two. it feels but, like it feels like Tarkov in a perfect world basically just like strikes the right balance on that scale. And it's like we, we might not be there. It, it's definitely a balance because like you said, you know, as long as it's a video game where you can just respawn, it will never be quite like real life. But it does feel like in a lot of Tarkov situations, um that the right thing is 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 uh yeah more of an annoyance or like a waste of time and i've been thinking about that a lot recently where like i don't know what's been going on but on customs i have been getting into a lot of fights in places i don't normally get fights in and i've been losing a lot of them and i've been losing a lot of them because i don't pay attention in those places and then I get frustrated and I've I've literally on stream been like super pissed because like the past three days I've survived like four total raids. I'm I am hemorrhaging money and loot. It's awful. But a lot of the that deaths happy as it does. Yeah. I hate like, thank you. It's not just me, dude. I'm such an asshole. And it's it's been so many things. I have had like really old bugs come back and get me killed. I've had audio get me killed. And then I've just been playing like garbage. A lot of my deaths. I'm like, dude, I don't know why I peed that guy. But a lot of the deaths have been like, I die, I get really frustrated because I died again. And I'm like, why was he there? And then I almost catch myself in my brain where I like some voice inside me goes, remember, Jesse, this is the Tarkov that you want. Eventually, you want the Tarkov where you don't know where somebody is. But the Tarkov we have, it's almost especially if you're streaming and you're trying to talk to chat, it's almost not worth paying attention during 60% of the map because you know that these are where the fights are going to be and this is just getting me there. So that's what I'm going to read chat. So you don't pay attention until you hear something. Yeah. There's no, unless you hear something or you see something in a common spot. Otherwise, there's yes. no reason to run around and be scanning your environment. Exactly. And so it's like, listening and I'm so conflicted because when that gets me killed, I get frustrated, but then I end up being like, no, that's the Tarkov you want. But it's like the Tarkov we have has just like dug into these really, really deep paths. You know, the, the, the path of least resistance is always just like, you know, here to, to crack house, to fortress, to this. And that's where the fights are going to be. And if I hear something, I'll push that. And it is, it's hard to break out of that. And when, when you do get killed in those weird spots, it's not like, a, oh, I should always check that because chances are that was just like a really weird one in a million that guy was there for some reason. But I totally get that feeling where like 
yeah, just the right thing to do oftentimes feels like the wrong thing to do. We've talked about that at length with like when you know a guy's coming, you know, holding an angle is the right thing to do. But if you miss your very first shot due to the way the net code works, he can snap to you and kill you. And the right thing to do was just peek him, you know, right side peek, peekers advantage yeah. him and get him with his pants down. And it's like a weird. There's so there's so many aspects of like you play something enough, you get ingrained and, and trained to do certain things, right? Some things become yeah. instinctual, they become patterns. And then when when and if the game changes, obviously, you know, you have to kind of adapt. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. Do you I guess I yeah. don't want to I don't want to change the way I play because the way I used to play at least and I'm just thinking out loud here. The yeah. way I used to play, I was rewarded and I was above average in terms of stats and whatever and I I fell in love with playing the game that way. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm punished because of not the intention of the game, so to speak. Yeah. So I don't want to change because I it's it would be like developing bad habit and then all of a sudden, if tomorrow they fix the net code, well, now I'm shit again, and I need to relearn yeah, the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm stubbornly being like, I'm going to keep doing this until it doesn't work. Now, something like paying attention, that's something where, I mean, I absolutely, like, don't, you know. Yeah. I do that as well, where I'm just 98% of the time I'm running around, nothing happens, and then a dude surprises me, and I just wasn't ready for it. And it's like, of course, I get salty about it. Yeah, but, but I do the same thing. Like, you know, that's something that like I would be okay with saying, okay, if they completely changed the game and all of a sudden tomorrow it was open world, total dynamic loot, all the things, and the, you know, um, then I would be like excited to learn yes. the new way, right? But there are certain things that I I feel like I shouldn't have to change. Yeah. Uh, the game should change, uh, and that's a great know. example. Those two things, like peaking corners that doing that to get ahead right now does feel like a bad habit to learn because when the network's netcode is better, when there's inertia, the people that play that way are going to have to unlearn that and that'll be frustrating. But then the paying attention thing, it's like, yeah, that might be a thing that it's like, as the game progresses, I will have to pay more attention. So that's that's a good like example of both changes that you shouldn't really adapt to and changes we should. But uh, but yeah, it, you know, it really just comes down to what we've talked about a million times was just like predictability with with the size of the map and the way the loot works. It's just like as soon as I spawn in, I know where the three closest people to me are. So why would I not run to them? And I know where the three closest high tier loot spots to me are. So why would I not run to them if yeah. if the if it's open world and I, you know, and however that works out, works out where like the raids are really long, maybe loot respawns, maybe you're joining an instance later in all of those you know what i mean think about <clears throat> they've talked i think they mentioned something super briefly about this on streets about like um spawning in pmcs midway through a streets raid i think he just like casually said something on one of the podcasts and like think about how fundamentally that changes the game like right now when you spawn if you've been playing this game for like a thousand hours or more right now when you spawn those are the those are the first things you think subconsciously where are the closest people to me and depending on your spawn, where's the closest loot to me, right? Like if like if you spawn God spawn on shoreline, you're never not thinking I get the loot first. You might not go to resort because if you had a quest on the other side, but every time you spawn there, you think, oh, I can get loot first. 
You know what I mean? And every time you spawn, I have a quest to kill PMCs 300 meters away by the coastline. I'm going to because I can't not yeah. spawn. Exactly. And if you spawn, you know, and, and then you can save that same thing with uh, spawns for if you spawn glass hall on factory, your first thought is I know there's a guy right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So imagine spawning halfway through a streets raid. I mean, all like of those thoughts are gone. Players, yeah. You're, all of those like thoughts are gone. Competent. Where, where are the PMCs? Where is the loot? What's been looted? Like that, just that fundamentally changed how I play the game. Because of that, I'm going to be paying attention because I'm like, oh, people could be anywhere. You know what I mean? It's exactly that. It's like, it's like scav raids, but on scav raids, we, scav raids, we get that, but we lose all care for our gear because it's a scav raid. Having both is the true Tarkov experience. The minute you spawn in being scared and being like, okay, I don't know where people are. I don't know how many people there are. I don't know how many scavs there are. I don't know if the bosses are still up. I don't know where the loot is. And risking your kit, that feels like Tarkov. That feels like the Tarkov that they've been wanting to make. Also, think about that. And then think about, because that's literally one step away. And I never made this video. Um, mm. My open world. Oh, yeah, video. yeah, yeah. But imagine that whole same thing, all the excitement and everything. But let's say you die in that raid and you could get back in. Oh, you're yeah. You're going to spawn somewhere random, you know, potentially far away. And it's going to be five minutes later. But th think about like, and I know usually people instantly recoil at that idea. Yeah. But, but I think about what is there to do? Yeah. When you play Tarkov, it's like, I don't have quests. I don't have what. If you go into a raid and you die, like like now, I just got in that raid and I died in customs. In my vision of Tarkov, I would be spawning back in there and I'd be like, is my body still there? Did the guy bleed out? Yeah. Could I catch him across the map and get lucky somehow because I'm like the reinforcements that come in? Am I going to be able to loot the other guy that I killed that he didn't even know I killed yeah. because it was up in the little house? You know what I mean? Like... So the idea of being able to get it, it, it means that it's like you have something to do. Yeah. Right. You can either avenge that or if you get out and you loot and you dump everything, you can be like, there was a fucking firefight. I killed 30 dudes. Let me get back in there and loot the other 10. Yeah. And then get in and get out and yep. then come back and get in and get out. But then when you get there, those guys are going to want to come back too. It's just, yeah, it would just be so dynamic. You would just, once again, unpredictability. You'd never know. Are they coming back? Did somebody else hear? Did he know about that body that I killed? Like, the more unanswerable questions, the better, right? Because then it's just like, that means everything is going to be different every single time. And Now uh, now you wipe everybody on the map. If you have enough dog tags, you know I'm alone. Yeah. And there will only be player scabs. 100%. We have, and, and it, dude, it, it just comes down to this, man. So much, like... Everything that people complain about in Tarkov is valid. The audio sucks. The netcode sucks. We know we need more of this. We need more of that. I get it. But fundamentally, I think the problem with Tarkov is we have more answers than questions. And we need to reverse that. Because it's exactly that, man. It's like, it's like you can answer so many questions immediately. If I get this spawn, I can go... If I get this spawn, X spawn, go into dorms and kill two people... Well, I know that they got X spawn. So I know that this, that I shouldn't be expecting anybody. It's physically possible for me to be expecting another player for at least 10 or 15 seconds. I have time to loot them. If I have yep. eight dog tags 30 minutes into a raid, statistically, I'm the only PMC left. If there is one other guy, he obviously didn't want to chase shots. So he's on the other side of the map doing his thing. I can take time to loot. Maybe we'll get a player scap. Like, we are constantly 
answering questions as opposed to like asking them. And I just feel like that is fundamentally why we get into these pathways of like, you know, paying less attention and doing this and doing that because because we're right most of the time. And when we're wrong, we die and we get salty, but we're right most of the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I see some folks in chat that are saying that that removing gear fear is would be bad for the game. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it, it just everybody would has. That, would that be bad? Well, first of all, would it remove gear fear? Let's say you're really bad yeah. at the game. You're a new person. You're not going to be able to even if you tried four, four or five times. Yeah. In the same raid, you know, you're probably oh. not going to be able to go in and get your stuff. Are they saying? Are you saying that they, Chad is saying that that idea you had would potentially remove gear fear? Oh, yes, that's and that's that's good for the game. that's that's insanity. I I agree to some extent that getting rid of gear fear would be bad for Tarkov. I just think the only way you get rid of gear fear is if everybody has infinite money. Like, like, yeah, like if you're bad at Tarkov, and let's say your idea that you just did is in real life, like you could very realistically end up losing more <laughs> because like, because if you keep trying to go back and die and go like back and die and go back and die, like if, if you could got killed by a sniper and that sniper is patient and just holds, you know what I mean? Like me and Lenny were talking earlier, like during streets, like you're the board in heaven, you get on the same guy <laughs> in one map. <laughs> like we were talking earlier. That's like on streets. I'll post up in some random window and I'll, I'm not even going to go loot kills. I'm just going to snipe because it's going to be Sit fun. A fucking, uh, a yeah, and yeah, dude. While you're so just it's like, like, oh, bogey spotted. Yeah. So it's like if you're bad at Tarkov, you could end up losing more gear because right now in Tarkov, when you die, you know, you can't get that back. You reset yourself. Maybe you switch up the map. But if there's that carrot at the end of the stick of maybe I could get my gear back, you might go there and die again and then go back there and die again. Now you've lost three kits and you haven't even done any of the quests because the last two kits you lost were just trying to get your one kit back. And now you're in the hole. And on the fourth one, you might succeed and you may get all of it half, back. Yeah. One, you might get one and a half kit yeah. back plus four kit. Yeah. Right. So it's so it like stops becoming you worth know, it. Lost, you know, but but it's at least like something. And the, the other part of it, too, is what, what I talked about um, before was was quest stuff. If you're new or if you're struggling or whatever, if you go and you get the golden pocket watch or you go and you mm -hmm. get um, you know, insert random item here that you need that the the, the chat who kills you isn't going to grab your fucking, yeah. you know, uh, the random hose or whatever from your you know, alkali from your backpack. Yeah. He doesn't care about that. But if you know there's an alkali sitting in a dead body's backpack out behind customs uh, dorms, you can go in and that gives you almost like another chance. It might be harder. You have to actually weigh whether yeah. or not that would be more difficult to look around randomly or go to where you know there is potentially threat, right? Yeah. Like anywhere anywhere where there was just a fight, you, honestly, it's a toss up between it's a danger zone or it's a everybody might have left, yep. right? So, which is no different than literally any other moment in any other place in Tarkov. You just don't know Yeah. Um, in a very few, unless, you know, there's a very few set, small set of circumstances where you do know. Yeah. Like I said, if you have five PMCs on factory in the first you 30 know. seconds, four minutes until player scav or whatever you know come in where you can just loot freely yep um yeah i mean i would i would yeah i think that would be so fucking awesome just as long as there was no way to to cheese it in a way where like you could spawn in right next to where you died yeah 100 percent 
same. Like I don't. If I'm kill a guy and I loot him, I don't want to fight him five times before I'm done looting him. Yeah, exactly. I would be okay if there was six bodies. Sometimes I spend thirty minutes looting. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that squad comes back and wants to fight me again, that would be that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's not fun, then I'm gonna loot them and get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Exactly. Back, exactly because right? it wouldn't be yeah it's not like you know it's not like halo you know five four three two one click respawn and you're back like you know what i mean like you have to you know what i mean it takes you how long does it take you to get into a raid right now you go back to your stash with nothing you got to heal you got to find your kit you got to build a gun you got to build everything you got to load into the game and and the 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 vision we're talking about here is like if this is if tarkov is open world or at least like some semblance of open world so like yeah you might spawn on shoreline and be like okay well I can go this way and I can get back to customs, but is it worth it? I don't know. So it's not like what we're saying isn't like literally every time you kill a guy 32 seconds later, they're back. It's just like, it's like sometimes it might happen in a few minutes if you killed five of them and take 10 or 15 minutes to loot. You know what I mean? But it's not a guarantee. And, and either way, I just think, yeah, like I just think even just that subtle shift of like considering what Tarkov would be like, Obviously, I guess it's not subtle, but that shift of like, imagine spawning halfway through a shoreline raid. It's just like, oh, all the questions, none of the answers, but all the risk. And I just like that, that feels like kind of at least where we're going, I hope, you know what I mean? And I just don't think, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that means you lose gear fear. You know what I mean? I think you lose gear fear if you're the 1% and you've, you know what I mean? Like I, like I doubt Landmar has gear fear, but other than that, like as long as you're risking it, I feel like I don't know. Gear fear so is this, good. It's it's the point first of the game. Time that I've heard that actually. I've, I've the first time I've heard that because people, I'm constantly asked one one of the questions I get. Actually, was probably one of the most common questions I've like ever got about Tarkov is how do I get rid of gear fear? Yeah. If it, if it's so good, and again, I'm thinking out loud. I've never actually thought about really? this. Me, gear fear is like. It's apprehension. You know, when I get up to the to the plate, and I'm, all I do is think about striking out. How do I get rid of that? No, no, no your fear of striking out is good. But like, no, you should just be fucking yeah. confident. You know, like you should have life fear, not gear fear. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. There's two different types of gear fear that people all use in the same term. It's like getting rid of gear feel. Gear fear is battlefield. Right. Like you spawn, you die, you spawn, you die, you spawn, you die. You're you don't want to die. And dying is frustrating in Battlefield or in Call of Duty. But you're not you're not losing anything. Yes. And then there's gear fear. So like so when you compare it to Battlefield, gear fear is good. Right. Like we like that's that is the allure of Tarkov is that there's risk involved. But then there's gear fear. That's like I I KS 23 to Chad with a slick and an M4 on day seven of the wipe. And we're wiping next week and I haven't used it yet. That's the bad gear fear. That's the like, that's, that's, I would say that's not gear fear. That's like Tarkov fear. Like you just have to realize that like part of the game is losing your favorite stuff. And you have to, you have to learn that that's, that's part of the good of Tarkov. Like, like losing your favorite stuff over and over again means when you take somebody else's favorite stuff, it means more. It's the whole Tarkov's not supposed to be fun. So I feel like that's the one people ask about the most. And that's actually like, it's almost like not even, yeah, gear fear. It's like Tarkov fear. It's like, yo, this is just the way of the road. This is how Tarkov is. You got to die. You got to lose that stuff. So those yeah, are the- Yeah, and, and get rid of that. Like, that's the one Correct. that is bad. Yeah. And, and 
wouldn't change that at all. People would still, I mean, it's literally like gambling. How do I, I don't want to lose my money, but I really like winning money. And yeah. I play black. How do I, how do I get over that? Well, you either play so much that you just don't fucking care. Yeah. Or you be something that's impossible and you win more than you can lose over time. Like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are statistics and the house always wins, my dude. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I just don't really buy the argument, I guess. Like, uh, yeah. What what would be the best combination of everything is if everything was fucking rare as hell and it was like we just said, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, because um, think about this. We've talked about like, obviously I don't want like green shotgun and purple shotgun and platinum yeah, shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the different, like, level. Imagine if you had, like, your thing, your gun that you named or whatever, and imagine yeah. the future there was a fucking stat track. You could carve in things for however many kills you got on the stock on the wood or whatever, right? Like, I, mean, I could see some of that is a little bit lame, but I could see there being cool versions of that in yeah. Tarkov. Imagine, like, or, or you got the plus five crit damage barrel, you know, that's, like, really rare. If you only get to use it until you die... Then the, the, all of those features make zero sense because it's like, well, why am I going to be yeah. excited about any of the things I get because they're not special? Yeah. So it's only if it's rare and special are you excited to use it and you don't want to lose it. But in that case, the the best middle ground is best two out of three. You know, you yeah. it's not impossible that you cannot get it back because now all you're doing is crossing your fingers that nobody grabs it. And you get it back in insurance. Yeah. But instead, imagine being your own fucking insurance. And instead of that, you also get back the meds and the ammo that you fucking yeah. uh, imagine you trade with a guy. You're both going to be like scrambling to get back in. Yeah. And, you know, like, yo, I don't know. I just, uh, I just love that. It's so much. Yeah. I, imagine like super. There are a lot of people are super against it. And maybe most people will hate the idea. But I'm fully convinced that. Uh, and, and I, of course, I you know love, would love to be proven wrong, but I'm fully convinced that even the people that are like, I don't like that idea, I bet you they would fucking like the game better. Imagine stashing stuff. You kill six PMCs, you can only take this much, and you run like, like, a few hundred meters out, and you create like a stash, and you like this is the bush, and you like put a bunch of stuff in there, and then you go back, you loot up, you go extract or loot your stuff, and then you come back for the stash of stuff, like stuff like that would be kind of cool. Oh my god! But. It, it, now I'm thinking even more shit. Imagine if you could pay to have a, like a tracking, like a GPS tracker that you could attach to something. So you could say, click it onto your gun. And maybe it was like people couldn't take it off. Yeah. So if they were, because if, if that was the meta, right, then what would happen is there's 10 guys. You get all their shit in a backpack, run to a bush, put it in there, run over, grab a backpack, another bush, put it over there, and then you'd have your stash, and then nobody would be able to loot it because no one's going to see the 19 backpacks stacked up yeah. inside of the bush. Yeah. So you now have infinite runs to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull out your little thing, and you could be like, my shit's over there. And on your little Garmin GPS thing. <laughs> yeah, on the watch. Soldiers actually literally have, yeah. and, and this is actually we've never talked about before, but like real soldiers have... Essentially, like they're like Garmin GPS watches or w w like little mobile devices, and they literally will have 
maps that they've pre-programmed with grid numbers and yeah. markers for with their teammates and all kinds. I mean, that's people would say that's more Call of Duty. Well, actually, no, that's more realistic. Yeah. I'm not saying Tarkov would have it, but I'm just saying that shit exists. And imagine how cool it would be to be like my stuff's over there, and then people stashing, you know, all of those things. Well, now you're the one that finds it. They're leaving, and they're gonna come back for round three, and all the shit's gonna be gone. Yeah. And or you call up your buddies and you're like, I'm over by custom, <laughs> into my fucking raid and come help me. And then they can come in and join your raid in progress. Yeah. And they've talked about they've talked about adding GPS, like the whole compass slot in the past. They've talked about how there's gonna be GPSs, radios, compass, range finders, like so it's not even something that like you just like you know what I mean, pull out of thin air. Like it it there's also what's interesting though, what's really interesting is that like it almost seems like as much as like I love running down this rabbit trail and like talking about this, it almost seems like they're moving away from that. So one of the changes in 12.11.5 was that everybody's raid code is different. So you don't even know if you got back into the raid that you were in. So like it almost feels like they're like the little bit of that that we have, which is like, let me see if I can get back into my scav raid. They got rid of oh, that. Yeah. So it may, it makes me think that well, I mean, you could still do it. You just wouldn't instantly know. And I mean, I, I had streamer mode on. So I couldn't even see my raid code before. Mm. So it didn't change that for, for me, right? Like I would still be able to oh, get into a raid true. and, you know, see, is there a body over here where I killed a body 30 minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, is it the same guy? It is. Okay, cool. I'm in the same raid. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that really makes it much more of a multiplayer sim. Imagine if you just get pinned down. If you could call up your fucking homies on Discord and be like, dogs. Yo. You could click on a friend and say join session in progress and it would spawn you in across the map. Yeah, and not on to top of them. Yeah. And provide fucking backup. Like that would dude, be that sick. Would be so fucking that would be sick. Because then you start to add in like the tiny little bit of MMO feels, right? Where like that happens. Like if New World, if if there's a war about to happen, everybody gets on Discord and it's like, okay, we need to go do the war. Like you get a little bit of that. It's like, yo, there's a bunch of dudes. They're over here. They're looting it up. They're super thick. They've got me pinned down. A few dudes you start spawning like, in. You're like, oh, hold them back, you know. Yeah. Prevent them from, from coming in for the next five minutes while really you're just stalling for your friends to come. Dude, that'd be so sick. Oh, my gosh. Experiences mm. like that is exactly what I fall in line with when I, we when we asked Nikita, you know, what what's your idea of the perfect raid? He's just like anything that you tell a story. You know what I mean? And like, that's, and that's the thing, man. It's like, I know I've, I've come to terms with the fact that just like so many people don't want that Tarkov, you know what I mean? They don't want VoIP. They don't want open world. They don't want things. And I can respect their opinion, but it's just like, I'm just so excited for those things, man. Like I'm so excited for, for that. That's what I want. That's what we, both of us have always wanted is that Daisy experience, that Rust experience, just those stories, those epic stories of being able to like plan stuff out and do stuff and not just you know, get shot in the leg and then get head eyes. You know what I mean? Just over and over and over again. Like that right there completely head eyes is the idea of we need more content. Exactly. You could, you could, they could, if they handed those to Tarkov tomorrow, they could ship it and walk away and never touch it ever yeah. again. I mean, of course we want maps and of course, of course we want guns, but the game would, That's it would never hit the stale feeling because yeah, you're just, you always have a goal and objective right it's a self-sufficient content loop where we're just like engaging with the game is the end game it is the content it is like 
it's why like you know games like rust games like daisy they're old games they've been out for a long time that like will go through periods of like huge resurgence and player bases that come back because like you know what i mean you're not coming back to rust because of the the musical instruments patch right like you're coming back to rust to go raid a base again and like create that crazy moment you know what i mean you're coming back to daisy because you watched the jlk video uh of him you know creating a drug lab and you're like that's crazy you know what i mean and that's what you want that so content's exciting and we love it but it's that's not the reason yeah you know people don't come back to DayZ every you know few months or whatever you 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 play that game like i used to play skyrim which is play it every day for like a year yeah and then don't touch it for two years and then come back and do it all over again even though it never had any new content yeah. you know what i mean um but yeah anyway anyways How about that yeah, so 12.11.5, this is the first of the four patches they said they wanted to do this year, which is funny because it's October, so I doubt, we, <laughs> I doubt we're getting three more patches this year. LOL. Um, but for the most part, what, dude, what I have, what I have been seeing over and over and over again from on, uh, on social media, on my YouTube comments, on in my Twitch chat, what I'm seeing from super high level chats with Kappa, what I'm seeing from new players is like, this patch is great. Like a lot of people are just like digging it. Apparently a lot of different, a lot of people are feeling like they're getting better performance. I, I wonder if they did some optimizations for lower end PCs, cause I'm not really seeing any better performance, but I know a lot of people have said they are. So it might just be mm -hmm. optimizing lower end hardware. Um, the, I didn't play play long enough for yeah. to get past the initial did they nerf semi-auto and then everybody was bitching and then i got annoyed and then stopped playing for a day or two yeah. and then here we are today so yeah i haven't heard any not to say that there's no bit positive feedback but i just it just none of it crossed my path really? and i didn't i experienced some of the quicker menu stuff yeah but but it's still now when i hit go to main menu after i die um it still just takes just as long I hit the button and then it has to pop up with a warning saying, well, wait a minute, you died. Don't you want to heal? And then I say no. And then it takes me to the healing thing. And then I hit yes. And then I hit next. And then it takes me to the, so it, it doesn't actually save any clicks 99% no. of the time. That I that whole thing I found was weird. Yeah. Because like that, it should be like main menu and heal. Just let me yeah, press the button. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, but then I still sit for a spinner for fucking ever. Yeah. So it, the menus aren't faster. No, the menu. What what is faster is the uh, the hideout. Um, like when you're accepting crafts or crafting stuff, like that was getting really really bad for me. Like if you like you can craft, you know, whatever it is. Uh, to craft nine mil AP, you need two red gunpowder and four hundred PST GZH rounds. Like you would hit craft, and it would just like. And it would just chunk, and it was like accepting each of the rounds like individually, or each of the stacks of fifty, like that was so bad. Or if you accepted seven propotols, it was like you would see them come in, ch 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 in the bottom right hand of my screen. But huh? they also took a step backwards. Like if I like, I literally just went and started making the the moonshine, mm -hmm. uh, and it was like I went to go click the thing, went to go click, you know, oh, start. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Now I, to, now I have to. It doesn't auto select all the things. I don't know what now the I hell. So again, it's like some things are a little bit better, some things are a little bit worse. I don't know. I don't what the hell happened there, but yeah, it feels like the quality of life stuff is like I'm not gonna poo-poo them. I just feel like there's enough things that are annoying and enough things that are good that I feel like it just comes out in the wash. For sure. And for sure. To me, uh, 
the, the, the two things that stuck out was I played Shoreline for the first time in like forever and my frames were god awful. Like I, ne- it's That's been weird. a long time. Like it, I almost thought I was like in windowed mode or something because yeah. it was like, giving me a headache how like, did you know how like when you, when you have like 120 Hertz monitor and you're running on like 30 Hertz and you don't realize it for a while, like yeah. how it just makes you feel like that's how shoreline felt for me and i tried a bunch of stuff and it's it was only shoreline if i play labs or factory it's fine so i don't know if that's new or not because i haven't played shoreline in like a month yeah um but so there was that and then the semi-auto thing was the biggest thing for me and i have a fucking whole spiel on that the semi-auto thing yeah yeah well before that yeah i didn't notice any frame drops for me as far as like i played i've been playing shoreline i've been playing uh, reserve for scav raids. I've been playing customs a lot, a lot of the outdoor maps. And this, I don't feel it overwhelmingly better either, but I didn't feel anything, anything worse. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the semi-auto nerf. As somebody that uses semi-auto infinitely more than I do, I've been on a roller coaster of emotions. I'll, I'll, that's all I'll say about it so far. Like my opinion on it has been swinging back and forth these past few days. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, this is all just one big, I'll point a finger to my immersion versus realism video and say, like, look at that about that. It's just one more iteration of that. So let me ask you a question. I'm going to be devil's advocate and I'm going to be the realism guy. Okay. Yeah. In real life, you don't have like a heads up display on your fucking Google glass that pops up and tells you which body parts are injured. Correct. So. Markov shouldn't have that, so we should get rid of the medical UI altogether. Yeah. Now, if, if I said that, me being my own devil's advocate, now I'm, I'm making a straw man here, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make a point because the, yeah. it's the same issue. Um, my response to that would be, well, but you're forgetting that in real life, you would feel the ouchie in your arm. Yeah. So that would be that's your UI. That is your interface, literally user interface. Yeah. Like the very definition of it is my fucking skin to the world, right? Yeah. Like my senses. So because we don't have that, then we need some sort of abstraction in a game feature. Yes. Now in real life, when you're shooting a gun, yeah, you have the real life physical contact and feedback of the gun with the recoil knowing when you're ready when the trigger resets when you let it out you like you have that so it's very rarely an issue i've never experienced it personally now again i can't like I, whenever i talk about shooting i always feel like i have to caveat with like i don't think i'm captain price or whatever yeah, like yeah yeah i'm going to say it now and i'm going to stop having to caveat it because i think it's fucking ridiculous like i i have guns i shoot guns i don't think i'm a fucking commando i don't think i'm anything good i'm average i do it for fun Everybody fuck off. <laughs> but like I've never and I've shot I have even have it on my Instagram a, a bunch of when I'm shooting like pistols and um, I mean, smaller caliber caliber rifles, um, auto, semi-auto quickly, all that stuff. And I've never had the problem of outrunning my trigger. Yeah, because my the trigger would reset far sooner than I would reset yeah. for the recoil on the aim. So the determining factor. So and, and and if I'm shooting my my Ruger 1022, it has no recoil. So I go, bah, 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 and I'm limited by the physical. As soon as I can feel it reset and press yeah. it, I can do it. Right? So, and, but that's still faster than the gun can cycle. 
I'm sorry, it's still slower, slower than, than the, the gun can cycle. Yeah. If I could click, if I could squeeze faster, I bet you I could probably shoot faster. And I'm sure that there's a limit to to the gun, but I'm not hitting the limit. Now, when I go to Tarkov or any shooter game, the thing is, is that you don't have that with a mouse. Yes. You are clicking a wafer of plastic that's a <laughs> milligram. So the problem is, is that by restricting how fast you can pull the trigger and making it so that when you're clicking quickly, if you click too quickly, the game says no. So you go click, 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 and it goes bang, bang. Yeah. That is so much more infuriating than any of the alternatives or any of the other things that, that, that you can say that happen. Like, first of all, and I'm stepping forward a little bit in the debate, but I don't think macros are or were ever a problem. I've <laughs> never been told by, uh, by anybody who I was like, that was definitely a macro. 100%. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying it, maybe it's a problem in every other server, every other raid, every other region, every other place other than mine. Maybe it's a problem. Maybe it's rampant. I don't know. But I can say that I get accused and have been many times. Yeah. Having a macro by people I've killed, people who watch my YouTube videos, and people in my chat who can literally see my fucking arm in my hand. Yep. So what? all I can say is what that tells me is there's a lot of evidence that a lot of people think at least I have a macro, and I know that in my case, I don't use one. So all of those people are wrong. And in the three years I've played Tarkov, I don't think I've ever come across anybody with a macro. Yep. So... I'm more likely to put my 50 cent bet down on the fact that macros were not a, a, a widespread issue. Yep. The perception of macros is probably way bigger than yeah. um, it needed to be. Um, but but yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up here because I've been on a fucking monologue. Um, it, just because like you shouldn't be able to shoot semi-auto guns that fast in real life where you couldn't do it or it wouldn't be possible... I might agree with you, but again, it's the whole you need some sort of abstraction yeah. to make up for what you're missing. Yeah. In your life or in the game. Yeah. Which is the physical feedback of the trigger. Yeah. Because so much of aiming and shooting in Tarkov, especially with semi auto guns that people don't use because they're already kind of like underpowered and there's no point to using them when fully auto guns have no recoil and, exactly. you know, whatever. Uh, is. is it has to do with the rhythm and the consistency of your clicking while you're moving the mouse. How skilled you are at going, you know, yeah. I want to be able to go, pop, 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 because if there's three different heads, I know three shots is enough while they're moving for me to time that just right. So one of them is should hit. And if, you know, yep. and if not, then two of them will hit. And then I can move on to the other one yep. in an engagement where milliseconds matter. Yep. Um, but now I go, Click, 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 and it goes bang, and then it shoots in the middle between the two guys, and then it shoots before the third guy, and it's like, now the guns are just unusable, so. Yeah, so, I I mean, I agree, basically, with everything that you're saying. Like, I've been flip-flopping back and forth because, like, so, like, foundationally, I completely agree with you in the sense that, like, I... If I've ever come across somebody that I thought was using a macro, if I've ever come across that, I can count on one hand in my 3,500 hours how many times that's happened. You know what I mean? So it's like, <clears throat> so 
So it's like that's so not as what I would have considered an issue that they were like like that was a pressing issue for them to address. Um, and secondly, even like I haven't even heard the I haven't even heard the word macro in so long. Like you know, like back in the day, so like four or five wipes ago when the SAS M1A was meta. That's when you had the 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 like accusations of people macroing a lot. And then even previous to that, like I know Deadly used to get those a lot too, like because you can shoot really fast. But the past few wipes, full auto has been the de facto meta. You know what I mean? Like there was the SA58 for a while and now it's the 308 MDR or the M4 or the HK or the Mutant. Like, yeah. So I was very, I was surprised at it at all because of that, because I was like, I, I just haven't even heard this term in a really long time. And then I took it into the hideout and I was like, okay, let me try and click as fast as I can. And I noticed exactly what you're saying. If you catch it off the pattern, you know, it's like click, 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 bang, click, 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 bang. But if you slow down a little bit and you catch the pattern, it's bang, 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 bang. Like you can still shoot fast. You just, you just have to catch the pattern. You have to be like right at the clicks per second. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's, it's almost like they've invented a new skill that you have to hone, which is like, I put on a metronome. And I was clicking and I'm like, okay, is it, is it six clicks per second? Is it seven clicks per second? Yeah. Is it, um, and I talked to Nikita a little bit because when the past first came out, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And he was like, we set it too low. We'll fix it. And then I like, he's like, we've, we fixed it already, you know, give it another try. And I'm like, it still feels mad low, you know? And he basically said, they, they set it to like seven. And I would, I basically went to the argument with him trying to explain this stuff to him. And I, it sounded like he was like, oh, the most we'll do is like nine clicks per second. And because I, I was basically saying, he's like, you know, how fast do you? He asked, how fast do you click? And I literally, <laughs> I have a, a, a clip from like three days ago on my on the stream where it's like Veritas clicks per second because I'm literally in the hideout going bang, 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 alt tab, and I go, and I'm clicking on like the N and the E on like the continue button, so I'm actually like maintaining my aim and I'm doing twelve point seven, you know, clicks per second. Now I'm not necessarily saying that like yeah there's still an inherent skill you know and whatever to that in my opinion um but all it's doing it's not even punishing the macro users because all the macro users will do is they'll set say, it to seven set it to 7.99999 and now they are perfectly at the maximum without doing anything and now people who are skilled and above average at the things get punished and have to relearn how to play and then all the new people don't notice that there's any difference because they click slow so what does it that matter was except my that they click a little fast and it they click twice and why didn't did my gun jam? I don't know. It didn't shoot. Yeah. That was going to be my next point was that like the other thing I'm confused about is like if you're a macro user, you didn't like you, you're not like <laughs> like IP banning macros. It's just now you just turn your macro down like as I don't know, like that's So so it was one of those things where it's like at first I was like, "Oh, this is so gross." But then then I was like, "Well, I never use semi-auto weapons and like when I'm in my hideout, I can click really fast with semi-auto weapons right now. And to be honest with you, I can probably still in the game right now click faster than I would be able to maintain aim unless somebody's like literally like, you know, this close to me and I'm just spamming, clicking as fast as I can. But I totally understand it as like, like, I think I, I think the final answer is there exactly with what you said, where it's like, the macro users still get to be the macro users, all six of them in the world that play this game from Tarkov, get to still be perfect. And the people who are above average have to slow down. And so I just, I'm, 
in a time where nobody was complaining about macros. So I, I feel like I'm just confused more than anything. Yeah. And all it does is it makes, I was the guy that used semi-auto guns and I always used it because they were fun, despite the fact that I felt as if they were like objectively worse. Yeah. Use. But the reason why I used them was because it required, like it forced me to play a little bit differently. Yeah. Because now it's like, I'm not just going to hold mouse one and try to kill someone with a, with one of the 30 rounds in this AK. When I use a Vepr 136 with an LCAN, I'm like, pop, pop, pop. I'm using it like a, yeah. a, a like a, a DMR. Um, the only downside is that if I happen to get in close quarters battle, I need to go because I'm yeah. panicking. I need to like, you know, whether it's from the hip or whatever. And now you can't do that. It's almost like your gun will jam on you unless yeah. you're using an AKM. So they're just making the marginalized guns that weren't used very often, even less used. And Nikita's answer to that was basically like, well, we'll see, you know, that's your opinion. We'll see. We, we have the usage statistics. We'll see, you know, if it goes up or down. So basically I'm kind of want to be like, I'm just going to like boycott, you know, like boycott guns. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, Jesus. I, can, I, if, I don't think I'll convince him. If they have the, the, yeah, I don't know. If they have the numbers, then I don't, I, I feel like it's like, congratulations, Nikita, you played yourself. It's like, I can't remember the last time I killed a guy that had a semi-auto weapon that wasn't an SKS because he was level three. You know what or, I mean? Like, like a specific quest that required a fucking eight R or something, yeah. right? So it's like, uh, so it's like, if you have the numbers, then I'm actually more confident because there's no, there's no way that there's like a huge, <laughs> a huge certain of people using semi-auto guns with macros. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. man. Not on the and East the, Coast of the United States, <laughs> at least. And the final the final thing is, um, someone keeps, people keep talking about like, oh, well, all they need to do is like introduce a, like a lightweight, you know, aftermarket trigger. And it's like, well, then the macro users will just use that. Yeah, and then it doesn't. It's just, so now it just makes it to be extra steps for everybody, all the normal people, you know, to not get fucked over. And the macro users always have like 19 different softwares that they're loading up while they're playing Tarkov because they're probably cheating too. Yeah. So it like yeah there it, is. it doesn't matter um but so here's the, the the final thing i'll say on this is that and i kind of i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll ask nikita next time i talk to him uh like not via text but he basically said i was like our macros like i don't think that they're a problem you know like whatever and he basically said straight up yeah they were a problem now i maybe like russia or something i reject that just on the premise of think about it. How could you like I want I want to walk him through and maybe I'll walk you through this logically. How could you know if someone was using a macro? Yeah, you could only know if they were shooting at like 30 or 40 CPS, right? Like an impossible number. Wouldn't that be the only way to know for certain? But I mean even but, but that never happens. Well, like I mean when it, when it, when, the, when the when the flying guy teleports over and, and you with the M1 and goes and I die, like it was 15 clicks a second, which is like Ghost Freak could probably do that. Yeah. So the question is, if someone clicks at 14 or 15 clicks per second for a, a, a small given time, unless you detect the software running, which is a different thing altogether. Well, then if you know the software's running, well, then do something about it. Yeah. Right. Like, how could you know? 
so that my question is, how could you know? And his answer, there's two answers, and both of them are self-defeating. There's one is, yeah. well, we don't know. We just think, and it's like, so then you don't know it's a problem. Yeah. You think it's a problem, which you have to admit. Or they say, we do know, and then I have to say, okay, if you do know, and you're confident, well, then if you can tell the difference, then fucking turn it off for them. Yeah. So it has to be that they don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see the logic. Like, I'm following. If if, could, if you possibly the only way you'd know beyond a shadow of a doubt is if you could like on the back end see the software and in that case only limit the people where you can see the software. You know what I mean? Like or you can't see it and therefore you wouldn't be able to know. Yeah. Because I mean this is the same thing that anti cheats come down to all the time when people are like all you need to do is say like if they have perfect, you know, 0 0.05 fucking picoseconds in between every click it's you know inhumanly possible yeah. to whatever like okay well there's two parts to that one million people playing million people clicking all the time at least one person is going to click accidentally perfectly rhythmically whatever i don't yeah. know you know that maybe ten thousand rounds in a row yeah. but maybe five or ten bullets in a row especially i'm a fucking you know i can click Yesterday I had a, a, a metronome and I was clicking and it was like, you know, 7.2, 7.2, 7.2, 7.2 was like pretty fucking good. Mm -hmm. um, but just by chance alone, someone's going to hit that threshold and you can't just ban someone if they hit the threshold once. No. And also you would just program your macro to offset it by some amount that would confuse it, that would make it look natural. Yeah. So there's no answer. There's no way that they could know. I just fundamentally do not accept that they can know. Um so yeah yeah I, and I'm and just, once again it's like we're we're open we're we're only we only have the perspective like i said maybe it is an issue in like russia you know what i mean and on russian servers or whatever like we couldn't possibly know that you know what i mean but yeah my thing is just like like okay previously was there a cap at all that you were aware of like on an m1a on some on some guns i know on some guns there were yeah on the M1, I mean, I, I've never used a macro. I've never gone in and messed around with any of the software. I know you can, like, with whatever. I've just never done it before. I've never been limited with, like, an M1. But after the whole frame rate and FPS semi-auto debacle of 1994 or whatever the fuck it was, yeah. where, like, 10 frames per second, you're oh, going to be like, yeah. bang, you know, it, it was tied to your frame rate. But since then, no, like, I could shoot a, a you know, the Beretta as fast as I could. I could shoot the yeah. Um, the 5.7 as fast as I could click, the M1 as fast as I could click, the, the SKS I couldn't. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and some people said the could. ADAR had a limit. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't get how you get, I don't understand how you don't get like 90% of the way through the issue with just limiting the clicks per second at like 18 or 19 and where you don't get banned or anything, but it's like if you're clicking faster than 18 clicks per second, it'll be it'll like what happens now is it just like skips a few clicks because yeah. at best a human would accidentally for like four clicks click that fast and you might miss one shot but if you're missing one shot at 18 clicks per second you're still killing the guy anyway and the, it's the same answer where for like the, the elite humans exactly let that be the maximum yeah. with a little bit of on top yeah because then because it's like yes the same argument is applied where it's like uh the macro users can set it there but it's like, at least what we're doing is, at, at least in that scenario, we're not affecting any of the players not using macros, and the people using macros can't fire faster than humans. 
Because that's really what I'm worried about, right? Like, because like, like if you're, if your macro is at seven clicks per second, but you suck, I'm probably still going to kill you. You know what I mean? If your macro is 42 clicks per second and you've got a 50 round mag, well, now I feel like I'm actually really at a disadvantage here. So it's like, if we just cap it at 15, 16, 17, we're not fixing the problem, but we're, we're like getting, it's like the simplest and the, like, it's, it's a, it's an unfixable problem is what you're saying, right? Is that like. You can't know because if you know, you could fix it. And if you don't know, then any solution is going to fundamentally hurt yeah. way more people who aren't doing it than who are doing it. So this feels like the perfect middle ground. Set the cap at 18 and be done with it. Yeah, so that wouldn't... And the reason why Nikita doesn't want to... He wouldn't accept that is because... People... Like the people who were the problem were the ones shooting at only marginally faster than, you know, people like me and Ghost Freak and Willers or whoever. Is it that, wasn't, is that true? Was, is that something he was saying? Like, was nobody rocking macros at 30 clicks per second? They were only running them at 17 or 18? I, I mean, he, I didn't have any specifics yeah. on that. But he was like, well, how fast do you click? And I said, uh, I literally did the test. I said 12.6. Yeah. And he said, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay well, Bro, like, you should have screenshot that junk and sent it to him. But, but I mean, even, even, even like, I didn't have to convince him because that wasn't my point. He said, it was, yeah, okay. I can means that, and I'm not, it's not like I'm world record holder or whatever. Like the fact that I can means that there's a million people who are all faster than me. Yeah. Um, so, but the average person click speed is irrelevant. Because it's not relevant to realism, and it's also not relevant to the gameplay issues, right? Like, um, but but that wouldn't solve it because the problem was that he didn't want people to be shooting semi-auto guns at the speed that full-auto guns shot at. So, like, even if you just capped it to whatever the fire rate of the gun is, he wouldn't want, for some reason, a Vepr 136 shooting as fast as an AKM would be a bad thing, I guess. I don't understand why. Yeah. But for realism's sake, yeah, maybe. But again, the I think you'd be running into trigger and recoil issues in real life before you'd be running into, um, you know, outrunning the gun physically or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it, I there agree. was an element of realism. You know, he he had, and he all one of the things he said was, and we also needed to basically nerf semi-auto guns. Um, Why? Let me read exactly the quote. I don't want to misquote him. Not nerf semi-auto guns, but nerf semi-auto speed. I don't know. Let me see. And single fire rate needed to be toned down for, quote, fast clickers. And then I said, how fast did their macros shoot? Uh, and he said, with a full auto rate. So, like, what's an AK... 650 650 rounds per minute is like an ak so rounds per minute divided by 60 that's how many clicks per second right or between 9 and 11 10.8 whatever um so i mean even that is and the fastest that's not even fucking no. fast and the fastest that's firing gun in the game is 1150 so what's 1150 divided by 60 19. You're telling me that it's better for the game 
to limit semi-auto and, like you said, marginalized guns to a lower place than just grabbing a 45 vector <laughs> and just annihilating somebody at full auto? <laughs> like, what? I mean, yeah, I I think that the, you know, and he said, like, you know, the max, he said, we will up it to nine shots per second max. And even that, it's like, my average is between 10 and 12. When I'm on, like, peak, I've gotten 13 before. You're disgusting. Um, but. I'm, I'm such a boomer, dude. I can't, I can, I can hardly maintain seven. Yeah, but, but that's because you're doing it differently. You're literally moving your finger, right? When you click. I mean, what are you moving? My whole arm. Watch. Right now I'm doing a click test and I'll show you. Mm. Is that what you do when you're shooting a semi-auto gun? Yep. And I just got 12.8 clicks per second. Yeah, I got I got closer to nine. Yeah, I mean, also, I just suck. And I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I, I know that there are people that are better than me. Desmond said he did a, a 60 second test and got 10. That's disgusting. I can't get 10 in a five second test. Jesus. Um, anyways, I agree. Like, I, I just, I just know that I'm in. Oh, look at you go. 11. If I, if I actually click, like use my finger to click as fast as I can in 10 seconds. Seven and a half. Yeah. But like if someone rolls up on me, I can literally, I won't even move the mouse. It's just going to be center of the screen. Like, yeah, a, a quick burst. And that's four or five bullets. And that will, I'll either die or they'll die, you know? And that's all I need in, but like, that just means that you have to kill somebody. If, if you're holding a hallway and they're going to jiggle peek, you have to kill them with like the first bullet. Yeah. Because by the time your second bullet comes out, it'll be like your fifth click. And yeah. If you do the like jitter click, if you do, if you do a burst, it's going to, it's going to delete two of your clicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, I will be affected by this. Absolutely 0%. I'm a boomer. I didn't even know about the arm clicking thing. I click as fast as I can, which is like three and a half clicks per second, which is why I use full auto guns all the time. But I totally understand and agree with everything you're saying. And once again, as someone who never uses semi-auto guns, I'm confused because I'm just confused at like who was macroing, who even uses semi-auto guns. I don't find semi-auto guns. I died of vectors and I died of mutants and I died of HKs and I died of M4s more than I died of M1As or SKSs or ADARs. And it's just like, I, I'm just confused. And for the people that, yeah, who like have trained that discipline and who are skilled at it, like, I feel like realistically, you know, a f only a handful of percent of the population of the players will get affected by it, but it is just something that feels unnecessary. So I understand the frustration totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and and if I do that, the, the clicks per second test and for one second, which is actually far more realistic than five. Yes. Yep. I'm averaging 14, 15 because it's literally just. That's so true that one second is way more average of a test. Um, so. 
the problem is now that translates to three bullets. Yes. So instead of fifteen, now it's they're completely impractical close quarters. Which maybe that's what they want, but it's like. I just always question, like, yeah. why do you want to add shit to the game that's just objectively fucking bad? That's yeah. also like, maybe if the ADAR was now 8,000 rubles, now you've convinced, okay, I'll be at a disadvantage because now I need to learn yeah. trigger discipline, but it's going to cost me a 2% of an M4. But yeah. not when the ADAR is, you know, even as expensive as it is, which isn't totally expensive, but still it's like, the only thing it's got going for it is that you know, in close quarters, I can fucking jitter click for yeah. a second or two and make up for it, you know? So I don't know is what it is. Yeah. I, I dude, I don't get it. I I'm with you. It feels weird. It feels weird. It feels like, like a, like an issue to a problem that wasn't there that doesn't fix anything that just like came out of left field when nobody was expecting it and only heard guns that nobody uses, or at least a lot less people use. So feels weird, man. Um, that being said, there's there are some other things that happened in twelve eleven. They moved the AI to a new system. Like the verbiage of that was really interesting. Um, the AI of all scabs raiders and bosses have been moved to a new technology platform that will allow us to expand and increase the complexity of AI driven unit behavior. This also increases the number of scabs in a single raid in the future. That sounds huge. Yeah, that sounds big. And I have noticed scavs acting differently um and doing things more like opening doors more often like i'll shoot at them and they'll go for a door instead of just immediately shooting back at me to try and go away them being much more aggressive uh i, I mean at this point it is just anecdotal evidence because you know we have a change so maybe my brain is subconsciously looking for a change and i would have noticed those things however the and i put it in my video the two biggest things um, the two biggest things, in my opinion, were the two things that they moved to new technologies or to new systems. The new AI thing obviously has much longer lasting implications on them being able to fine tune and tweak the AI independently, bosses, raiders, boss guards, scavs. Um, and then in Nice Guy's video, he even mentioned like we've known for forever since the dawn of time that the UN is going to be a faction and the Russian GRU is going to be a faction. And these are all in theory AI that act differently and have different goals in the raid. So this could be the foundations of that too, where if they've been building this system on this new technology for a long time, well now maybe over the next year or two, the Jenga pieces, the pieces start falling into place and they can do that kind of stuff. And then the other big thing was they worded. It makes me think like they're using maybe a third part, like almost like yeah. steam audio for AI. Yeah, maybe. And I don't like, think they roll but i don't know and like maybe they've been working with that for a while you know what i mean like and and or maybe it was like something new with unity 2019 because they've been working on porting that build over for forever so it could be any one of those things and then the other thing that was huge which is completely redesigned the quest system engine this will decrease the number of errors in quest system and will facilitate the creation of a more diverse and engaging quest mechanics in the future that is the same thing where it's like, oh, shoot, like imagine a world where like everybody starts on the wipe and everybody's got different quests on different maps because they can generate it in a way that it's like it's not going to be the most lore rich enhancing thing. But maybe maybe, you know, therapist is mad at Peacekeeper and wants something, but she wants something different. You know, she wants she might want 10 different things. And she asks for you five Saluas. For me, it's three syringes. For him, it's seven IFACs. And now that, you know, going back to the predictability, now that that could potentially completely change how 
the we get like a wipe happens or quests happen or something like that different things at different times on different maps all yeah and then it's very obvious to to at least think about how that could affect um daily weekly tasks you know what i mean as well if if it's this engine that can output like okay every day you know this is the we get two quests we get a fetch a fetch quest and a kill quest every day go get this item and bring it to me found in raid go kill this many of this enemy and that can do that. It can handle weeklies. It can handle maybe just the generation of new quests. Maybe when they do events, they can generate quests around that event. You know, if the, you know, if the hydration event had worked, which we know on the back end that what Nikita wanted was labs and factory for you not to lose your hydration and nighttime for you not to lose your hydration, even though none of that worked. If it had worked, how cool would it be to have an only 72 hour available quest where it was like kill 10 scavs at night, kill 10 cultists? And it's like, oh, that would be really cool. You know what I mean? So that was a pretty encouraging one where it's like, we're not going to see that obviously today on day one, but that's a pretty exciting thing. Completely redesigned the quest system engine. Like that feels like a big deal. So, um, and then, yeah, other than that, just quality of life stuff, little tiny little stuff that's exciting. Like if there's two different types of ammo in a magazine, and you right click on that magazine and click unload, it unloads all the ammo, not just the top oh, ammo. Know. And then you have to right click and unload ammo again to get all the ammo out. It just unloads it all. Yep. And also the top off would unload your fucking chamber. Oh my God. Yes. The, uh, if you have rubles in your sick case and you open a safe and you find rubles, if you just drag them into your sick case, it auto stacks the rubles now. What? I know. Crazy. Wait, uh, how, they must have. There's no way that they did anything with money and stacking and didn't fucking completely and utterly break 12 <laughs> other things. I, I, I'm standing by that. There's no way nothing is broken. <laughs> I've been playing for the past three days, bro. I haven't found anything broken. There's no fucking way, mate. <laughs> I love that reaction, though. Oh my God. Okay, wait a minute. I mean, it would be better if it auto-stacked properly in your case. Like, you can control-click it and then put it in your pouch already. Like, yeah. you're you're in the case inside your pouch. Um, because, yeah, the money stacking has always been super annoying. Like, the, the, the very specific way in which it's, um, it's broken is really interesting, where it's like, if you click and drag money into like a random spot in your bag and then control click the money it goes to like the first slot oh yeah and then stack properly but not to the other one it's like it, the auto stacking like works like in three out of like 19 yeah. different use cases such a specific weird i also have the question of uh you know if i'm opening a safe you know why isn't there one stack of eight thousand rubles? Why are there eight stacks of eleven hundred, nine hundred, four hundred, five hundred rubles? Like why isn't it just a a, a bunch of rubles? <laughs> it's like when my wife used to work at a bank in college, she would like yeah. have to have. I mean, you know, you just count money, and it always has to be like the same way. Yeah. She'd, shit. Um. But yeah. So some quality of life stuff, some performance stuff for some people, not for others. Some bug fixes. Um, some error fixes and, uh, oh, some visual fixes, shadow render distances increased to 500, regardless of shadow quality setting to ensure the correct shadow on locations. Um, so they missed I wonder if that's shadows. 
maybe that was like some of the performance oh maybe maybe because normally like turning the i remember when i did my graphics testing stuff like the shadows didn't have a huge impact on my performance even though i had like everything maxed out maybe now you know i have high quality shadows on and the shadows are much further so maybe that's Mm, that's true that's true because as as far as as far as i understood it the shadow quality thing all that changed was the shadow draw distance it didn't actually change the quality of the shadows just how far out uh so so if they separated that and now it's like it's going to be 500 no matter what and now you're actually increasing the quality that could have a more or less performance set that's an interesting at least testable thing yeah i don't remember what i came what conclusion i came to um yeah but a lot of like yeah. memory stuff, a lot of optimizations around like RAM usage and stuff like that, which once again tells me that potentially lower end machines, if you're playing Tarkov in eight or 12 or 16 gigs of RAM, you know what I mean? And like four different line items in these patch notes were optimized, the memory optimized, memory usage, optimized memory usage. Maybe you, maybe you got 10 or 15 more frames per second. You know what I mean? But I've got 32 gigs and I'm never even close to touching it. So that wouldn't affect me. So potentially. Well, if it doesn't benefit me, I don't want it in the game, even if it benefits other people. Yes. Because I'm, I'm the Tarkov Reddit. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That feels good. I like that. Um, I mean, I think that's it as far as like Tarkov land. I suck at this game these past few days, man. It's so weird how it happens. Like I was going through like a really rough patch and then like all of last week i was just like on a tear i went from like 27 million rubles to 40 million rubles and then the past three days i've survived four raids i just i'm killing people i'm rotating and i just i just can't i've had a bunch of bugs come back too by the way even before the patch you know how many times over the past week where i'll heal and my gun doesn't come back up i just get no gun or i pick up a gun off somebody and i switch to it to check the ammo and when, as soon as I pull out their gun, I can't do anything. I can't ADS. I can't check the mag. I can't fire. I can't do anything. And I'm like, where the hell have these bugs been? And why are they back? Why are they making me mad? And weird. Yeah, well, uh, uh, just as long as the community doesn't gaslight you <laughs> and say that none of the issues that you're experiencing that you should either be mad about or that they, that you're not experiencing them, even though you are and you have video evidence of it. Yeah. Ported everybody in the world to see um, because they are not experiencing it. So it, it couldn't be possible. Um, and, uh, and you're just, Hey man, everybody's got, everybody's going through a rough patch. Yeah. Games in beta, bro. <laughs> possible. It's impossible that it's not you just sucking. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. That it's not that yep. there could never be any other any universe where it's not just me sucking yeah it's it just happened to have been exactly one fucking day after they buffed all the loot and you got three lead x's and then all of a sudden you couldn't win a raid after that because everybody seemed to have heightened senses oh yeah but you're you just like on sunday you were just a different person than you were yeah and uh you know on saturday it happens to everybody, dude. It happens. Totally reasonable. <laughs> um, we can, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit about Rivals. Rivals is going on right now. EU Rivals today, NA Rivals tomorrow. By the time this comes out, they'll both be done. Man, it feels like they forgot this 
time around. Like nobody knew about it until like two days ago. I got, I got asked to lead a team last night at one twenty-five. No, sorry, one oh four a.m. So this and this is what confused me because I sent you that message. They, you know, like you want to be a captain for the Tarkov event on the fourteenth. Now I looked at the date and it was the thirteenth, oh. but it was after midnight. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, dog tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, like we, you know. Whatever. Um, That's so funny. And I was like, no, wait a minute, not tomorrow. You, you remember those messages yeah, last night? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I honestly just don't think. I don't know, man. I just. I'll just let someone, another streamer, hopefully smaller, you know, newer partner or whatever. Yeah. Lead a team. I, I just. I think that. I don't think I would enjoy it. And I. Which wouldn't be great for like anybody involved and I, I don't want to take a slot up you know if somebody else yeah could you know, do with the money and or the experience um and then also in the same token like i literally the only reason why i'm apprehensive is fucking it's the fomo right it's fear of missing out it's it's if i don't do this rivals event am i going to be irrelevant in the and it's like you know what if that's the way it's going to be then that's the way it's going to fucking be yeah. like i'm not just going to be miserable because i'm afraid that people are going to forget I exist because I mean, all I've been doing is playing Power Watching Simulator and fucking Magic: The Gathering Arena. Yeah, you know, and and I'm already d way down on the list of viewer count. And I don't, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, but I, and I think that's the thing. I think that's like part of the frustration too. Is like every single Rivals event, like every single Rivals event, there. So everybody gets captains are picked, and then those captains get to pick two other people. And there have been people that have played consistently. And have played really well, have done really well in the tournament that are really good at Tarkov. And what it always feels like it happens is like, especially this time, it was like 36 hours before the event, they just invited everybody that was a captain before. You know what I mean? It's like, it, there's just like, no, it just feels like this whole thing is like a weird, weird thing where like people like Queen, Queen uh, FPS won the last Rivals tournament. And yesterday she was like, uh, I guess good luck to everybody that's playing. And then I think she got invited last night too. But it was just like, nobody knew about the event and then they're not really marketing it. And then because it's so last minute, they don't give anybody the opportunity to participate that hasn't participated before. They just invite the same people. And it's like, it just it's feels weird. How, like, I mean, how do they go about, you know, they can't ask. Uh, no, you know, they three, can't ask everybody. So, so the, the, they shouldn't, it shouldn't be up to somebody determining who to ask because you're just leaving it up to someone to figure out like, what do they just go and sort by viewer count in Tarkov or like, or they have some list of like, the, I don't know. Um, I don't know who, what determines they should ask. If it were up to me, I would say that, you know, they, they, what they should do is look at the, you know, whatever the criteria is, they should have set rules and it should be fucking automated and it should be fair. Yeah. You know, it should be like the, you know, they take the top 300 streamers who are part. You have to be partnered, right? Usually for rivals. I think so. Uh, partnered streamers in the category that stream escape from Tarkov. You know, like if if Summit played 15 minutes of Tarkov one day and then, you know, went back to, you know, whatever, like he shouldn't count. Right. Like it should be someone who plays some percentage of the time. And, I, and over the last month, I probably wouldn't count either. Like whatever yeah. the threshold is, I don't care. But then just take the 300 and randomly select. That's what I'm saying. With whatever the number is. They did a, they put out like an, it was, it wasn't like an application, but they put out something where it was like, it was an interest form. If you were interested in becoming a captain or participating, you, you could, 
um, you could fill out this form. Like, why don't they do that? Why don't it like they put out that form, you know, maybe a week in advance, not a day in advance. They put out that form and they filter through it and it's automated. Exactly. If your partner and you've played more than if you've streamed more than five hours of Tarkov this month, like whatever those numbers are, it doesn't have to be viewer count. It doesn't have to be anything. Because the thing is, is once again, if you pick 100 captains, that means there's 200 more people. Those captains, maybe maybe it is John who streams to 20 like or 79 people. He just got partner. He gets picked. He's going to pick people. You know what I mean? And so like it just feels, yeah, it it feels like it feels human. It just feels like a guy. And I don't know that it is, but it just feels like a guy who invites the same people because it's stressful to figure out any other way to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it feels shitty for me to complain because I'm one of the guys that they always default to asking. So it's yeah. like, it's not, I'm not like grateful, you know, like yeah. I obviously appreciate it. And then like, don't stop asking me because maybe the next time I'll actually want to fucking play. But yeah. this time around, I just have to bite my lip and say, nah, you know what? I just don't think I'm into it. Yeah, uh -huh. I get it. Whatever. I get it. But yeah. But like, it's fun. Every time I've played, it's been fun and it's cool. And I think it's like fun thing. And I'm definitely not one of those guys where it's like, oh my God, Tarkov's not an esport. Why do they lean into it? It's like, it, like humans have been trying to come together and have fun and compete with one another for all of time. It's like, I'm about it, man. It's cool. It's fun. It's, it, it gives some money to some streamers. It raises awareness for the game. You go get your slick and your moonshine from the drops. Like, whatever. It's fun. I just think, like, you know, it's a, you know, 36 hours notice is, is kind of kind of nutty. I didn't even get 36 hours. I got fucking 20, less than 24. Yeah. To, to agree to sign up to something oh, and, yeah. find and find two people. I haven't already been on a team before, you know, so it was like, like, you know, obviously you were the first person I thought of and, and you, you know, you're moving and stuff, which is why we did this on a different day and yeah. everything. So it's like, I just don't, I just don't feel like going and knocking on a million doors. There's the problem is, is that there's so many cool ass people that I would love to play with that. I'm just, as soon as I started thinking about that too, I got overwhelmed with like, who am I asking? Who am I leaving out? Who am I not going to yeah, fuck it? I'm just not going to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it would have been easy. It was just like me, you and geeks or something again. Like, yeah. Awesome, you know? But if, as soon as it becomes more complicated than that, it's like, ugh, I don't, Nobody got time for that. I totally get it. Because, yeah, because you probably don't have enough time because you might start asking people and some people were asked by other people and now they're like, oh, well, I haven't committed to them. And it's like, no, it's fine. Like, I just I just need two two people in 30 minutes so I can sign this contract. And it's just, yeah, totally. It's just too stressful. It's like, and I'm streaming and they're streaming and, you know. Yeah. 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 It's just now I totally get it. I totally get it. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. <sighs> But uh, but yeah, you've been having fun playing Magic and and Power Washing Simulator, just purging yourself of Tarkov and all of its stresses. Yeah, Power Washing Sim got an update. We got four new maps, uh, <laughs> which was which was nice. Which is so funny saying four new maps like <laughs> it's a, a fucking big private jet and a big boat. And I mean, it's just fun. It's just fun, you know. For sure, it's just fun and zen, and it's it's amazing. So many people have been coming in, and be like, you keep talking about it on the podcast, and I go, I need to come in and see it, and then like literally. It's been pretty much unanimous. Whenever someone comes in and it's like, I didn't fucking believe you, but I can't stop watching. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't stop. The funniest, the funniest comment I get is like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I cannot take my eyes off the screen. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like reading chat and I'm like, just, you know, just fucking zoned out. And everybody's like, this is why is this so satisfying? And we're all just like sitting there, you know, with the fucking 
IV of meth. Yeah, basically, that oh. is power washing sim. And then, and then I got into so I played Magic years ago. Um, it was like four years ago was when uh, I had been I had played Hearthstone, which is the only like collectible card game I had ever played. Um, and uh, and I was at a startup company, and one of the things that a bunch of the people that I was working with at the startup company um, were were into was magic so what we used to do is on friday friday uh fridays at work we would go buy one of those big booster boxes you know with like a million okay. pack yeah and we would do like a sealed draft so basically like you'd go through and you have to pick your cards one by one in order and everybody you end up with like a random deck but you know there's like deck building and i was really really bad at it but that's how i learned how to play magic was during if anybody plays magic and uh shadows over innistrad was like halfway through it's like thing and then i played for like a year i got super into it i mean I have like a big fucking box full of binders and cards and I, I dropped a bunch of money and I, I fucking loved it. I, I, um, I almost went to like some regional like GP things. Oh, okay. I, I almost, but, uh, but yeah, I just ended up falling out of interest. Um, that was before way before I even streamed or anything like that. Um, but then I just got, just was messing with magic, uh, the gathering arena, which is one of those free game, you know, free to play, yeah. but you know, you can just buy cards. Like it's just like magic in real life. Digital, um, and and I'm like five years behind in literally mm. like, like every I don't know if it's every six months or whatever they come out with like a new set with like eight million new mechanics and new whatever and it was like I just was like oh, you know what fuck it I'll just get into it and you know I, I dropped a you know I, I think I dropped like a hundred bucks and I'm just like this is fun I'll go get a bunch of things open them up see what I can do and I've literally I streamed for twelve hours yesterday and I won I lost like twice and I'm on ranked Damn. so I'm like. There's like, and I, I made a, it wasn't even like what I used to do is go online and watch like the pros and figure out like what are the meta decks and all of this stuff and basically just copy whatever they, this was like, I went through with my experience from five years ago, yeah. built a deck and it's like, I got to fucking bronze, then gold, and now I'm platinum and I'm about to fucking get up to, I'm like platinum one and I'm about to get up into like whatever's after, no, sorry, not, yeah, yeah, after platinum there's diamond and then after that it's like, fucking mythic or whatever yeah. it's like i'm super surprised that uh how well it's doing and now i'm like totally fucking addicted because it's the, ultimate, it's the ultimate fucking brain yeah game like i've never felt i just feel it's so big brained like 15 times every hour whereas in tarkov i get that feeling once a month yeah well, <laughs> yeah no i get it any sort of like intellectual kind of thing where you can just plan it out execute something have it go well that's dope i've never played i've never played but it seems it seems like something i would i'd be into like it really does don't you love in tarkov when you're like i'm gonna like fake to do a thing 100 you're gonna peak and when that happens you're like yes this is a completely unambiguous you're like you can literally go and do something that looks like a mistake and then have your guy say like oops and then they'll be like, ha whatever. And you're like, I expected that bitch. And then you like turn it and flip it on them. And it's like, it's so satisfying. That's sick. You know, I know what kind of deck they have. I know what cards they could possibly have. Kind of what are the statistical chances of they have one card in their hand. They don't have any mana left, so they can't play any of their cards. So I know that I can do this thing and I won't be punished. Whereas sometimes you're like, there's like a 50-50 chance that if I do this thing, I lose. But if I don't, and you kind of have to look at how many cards they have, yeah. and do a little, it's almost like blackjack, you know, counting yeah. cards a little. God, it's just so satisfying. That's the more like, I play, the more ideas I get. And yeah, there, you can be so fucking creative, dude. That's super uh, sick. 
That's so, so that's all, honestly, I think I'm probably going to play that for the rest of the day today. I love it. Dude, we got to get you back. <laughs> we got to get you back on on Star Citizen soon. I know you played that a little bit. There's a huge update coming this month, bro. Oh. So to everybody else, I would describe it this way and they would love it. You're going to hate me describing it this way, but it's the it's the best way. But just give me a second. It's turning into space Tarkov. Like everybody else goes, ooh, but you're like, I don't want more Tarkov in my life. But what they're doing is... No, terrible i mean as long as it's anybody no, i don't yeah. want to say anybody bsg making it but because that, that's not fair but no yeah but like so it like the vision has always been like the grand space stuff like eve but also as triple a as possible of like first person stuff but there's just not yeah. a lot to do right now like you played it because you were like messing around with it a bunch where like you get in your ship like the only first person thing is like you you wake up and then you go get your ship and then you start playing the game because you're flying around and doing the stuff I didn't play the game. I made faces. Yeah, the you did <laughs> and made music with the FOIP. Well, yeah. well, what they're adding, so like in this new big update, is a complete. Because up until now in the game, everything you had access to in the universe, you could access at any time. Like if you had armor, you just put the armor on. If you had a gun, you'd put the gun on. If you had a ship, you would just call it. Well, now they're they're adding an inventory system. So like you only have what's on you, and when you die, you lose it all. But you can go back and get it. It's it's it remains where it is for two hours before it oh, despawns. Yes. So it's like my open world. Yes. Talk so yes. now, but in space with all of the like good space like shipcraft and ship dogfighting, which is like S tier, it's the best in the industry right now. Well, now they're adding like five more different ground style missions, a bunch more AI improvements, a whole bunch of stuff. So now it's like, and there's a medical system. There's literally like think of the Tarkov medical system, like in Star Citizen, in this update, you'll be able to break your leg. That will do something different than breaking your arm. That will be do something different than doing this. They're adding all of it. FOIP. With FOIP and with VoIP, they're adding uh, blood toxication stuff. So if you take too many stims, you get like, uh, it's not drunk, but like your vision gets blurry and like hospitals have different tiers. So you need uh, like, depending on how severe your injury, you need a certain tier hospital. If you get knocked unconscious, your friend can take you to a hospital. Your friend can literally, uh, the original <laughs> dad. The uh, your friends can take you to hospitals and then just like leave you there and you'll be there if you don't have any ships or if you don't have any gear you have to like go to the place where your gear is like you so it's the same thing you you buy armor oh no I'm gone whoa shit what <laughs> my bad what the fuck happened there you're fine um, so, it, so it's this they're completely just like basically Star Citizen is just completely and fundamentally changing to make it like finally the both and thing and like it's all of that stuff you talked about where like you can get into a fight with other players you can die you can spawn back in and get to your body while if you're like this is a feature of the game if you're being chased down and fighting you can send up what's called a service beacon and you can say I'll pay anybody that arrives and helps me out 5,000 credits. You set the price and if you set it right, random players or your friends or whatever can like quantum to that location and help you out. It's like all the stuff we talked about earlier that you'd want in Tarkov in space, but like Tarkov with the health system and the losing your loot and the stuff. They, can they, do you lose your loot as in like it'll despawn or can other do other people get other to people, take it? Other people, they get to loot it. 
They get to mm, they get yes. to take it. It's all in like its first phase. So like when you die, like basically like a box forms where you were and you can loot the box that has all the stuff. It's like the first pass of all this stuff. But no, everything is lootable. You can you can loot stuff. Um, and this is all working towards the ability to like incapacitate somebody's ship and then steal their ship and then take their ship back and salvage their ship and like sell it. You know what I mean? And all sorts of stuff like that. Um, so uh, so that's coming and not play the game as normal and just god almighty if if you're listening to this on youtube or spotify <laughs> or whatever point, come to my twitch channel if i'm live whatever just do exclamation yes. point t o d todd which stands for the original dad it's so and that my first the first video i made about star citizen it, i played for like 10 hours and i never touched it after that but it was 10 hours of and if, for people that don't know foip is like voip as in voice over ip but it's face over ip yep. so i'd have a camera that would be on my face and it would like like mimic my facial expression <laughs> and so i had this guy with just like this fucking berries and cream fucking oh head yep cut and i would just walk up to people and i would literally walk up to people and like almost like selfie style just like stand in front of them with a stupid look and i would make <laughs> exactly and it was it was the it's some of the best content i've ever made in my life i'm pretty sure it's like 98 percent down votes and i probably have like 11 views on on youtube but it was the most amazing experience ever <laughs> it yeah yeah it's super it's super fun so um that that is i am like really excited for that update because like i have been waiting for there to be at least some sort of big push in star citizen as my like chill game that you can just vibe with and have fun with it's outside of tarkov you know what i mean and so um i am very excited for that. I'll have to check that out with you. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's about it. I think uh, we got we got some Tarkov news. We got some shenanigans. Go uh, everybody, go check out some rival stream streamers today and tomorrow. Get some drops. Enjoy that. Um, we got yeah, we got so you know people keep asking. We got twelve point eleven point five. According to the original master plan, 12.11.6 should be next, and that should be Unity 2019, basically exclusively. That's all that patch would be with some minor bug fixes, and then 12.12, .12, and then 12.12.5. So, I mean, we have no information on any of those patches, but that's probably still the order. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's it. Thanks for hanging on the, uh, the, the Wednesday edition of the podcast. It should be live normal time. So we, we, I got this footage early and then I should be back up and running on my whole situation Sunday, Monday. So this still, uh, still should be live on the podcasting platforms and on YouTube on Monday. And then we'll get right back into the rhythm. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for, for hanging out and we'll definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace.